We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your host, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Scott, this morning at 7.31 a.m., I messaged our group and I said, for the pod, instead of complaining about the same stuff, let's look at what needs to happen for the Yankees to make the playoffs, what record they need to have versus the teams they're chasing, because despite them sucking constantly, they are very much in the race. And then the Yankees said, hold my beer. They did. It's still not true. It's still not untrue. But um, they did. Everybody else has been losing in front of them, except for today. I think Boston won, right? So they lost the game. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we could possibly look at the scenarios of of how they're going to play against the uh, the teams coming up and and be in this. They got to beat Boston, okay? They have to survive Atlanta somehow, and and beat Boston, and then we'll see where we are. But if that 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 the season well, so could be over trip. very quickly. So far, on it feels like it's over already. So far on this trip, they lost two out of three to a team that sold at the deadline, and then two out of three to the Marlins, who, yeah, they've had a surprisingly good season, but they've been playing terrible since the since the trade deadline. I know they made some acquisitions, but they have not been good since the deadline. So it's just been an awful road trip. Today was the cherry on top of uh, of the the shitty play that they've been they've been uh, they've been on. You blow five runs in the ninth inning, just complete meltdown on all fronts. Uh, when you have a seven to one lead in the sixth inning with Garrett Cole pitching, and you don't win that game, <laughs> it's crazy because it happened we, so fast we, too. It happened so fast with uh, with Holmes. Well, it was one inning. It was twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. I know, Boom, done, but it, it it was even timely within that. You know, it was uh, there were there were hits. It wasn't like Logan mentioned this right before. It wasn't like there were, you know, he was walking everybody. Yeah, he had a walk in there, but he was getting hit, and and it just it. It jumped on them fast, but yeah, they have to win the coal game. Like we've said that how many times? You got to at least win the coal game. If you don't win the coal game, to win a series, he's in trouble. Yeah, 
Uh, so we we will, I guess, dissect something from this game that I think uh, is interesting that we were talking about just before. And I guess we'll do that segment about the playoffs, but like, why? <laughs> yeah, we'll why? look at it. Let's look at it. <laughs> so the uh, the situation after, so obviously the big play in this whole thing was um, the throwing error. Mm-hmm. By by Kinley. It was a comebacker, excuse by me, Holmes. By, by Holmes. It was a comebacker to Holmes. It wasn't an easy play, but it also wasn't that difficult of a play. It was kind of the, the thing that was awkward about it was he had fought he fell off to the to the first base side of I think first what's that would that make sense? Fall yeah, he's right pitch fall off to the first base side of the rubber and the ball was kind of hit um back at him. So he had he like stumbled and like knocked it down. Then he went and threw it and he threw he threw it away. But there was an interesting situation after they brought Canley in, second and third. The game is tied at that point with one out and Berger at the plate. And after the game, Boone was asked, was there a consideration to walk Berger in that situation to set up the bases loaded, one out, force at any base, possible double play to escape it, just pull a miracle out of your hat? And he said, no, didn't want to bring the walk into consideration there. It's what? a weird way of saying it. You you confuse me uh, the first time you said it, and I and I hear it back again. It sounds sounds weird the way he's talking about not bringing the walk into consideration. I guess he's referring to when the bases are loaded. So therefore, correct. The, the major league baseball player has to throw a strike uh, because there's nowhere else for for someone to go. I don't quite understand that. Like you said, if you're you're in a you're in a bad situation in the first place. Uh, if you walk Berger, who who by the way has been killing the Yankees the entire series, I think he had two hits the first uh, first game, three hits um, on uh, on Saturday, and then obviously the uh, the the hit here, walk him, put him on first base, take your take your shot the other place because you have then have multiple options, multiple options, and uh, and yeah, he didn't do that. I mean, honestly, it's like one of those simple baseball things as a as a as a as a manager. It's a simple thing. Exactly. That is a. That's a baseball 101 decision. You set up a force at any base. That is a much easier situation to get out of. Base, so believe it or not, bases loaded, one out is easier to get out of than second and third one out if you're only trying to prevent one run from scoring. Yeah. And oh, okay, you want to not set up the situation so that Tommy Canley feels additional pressure to throw a strike? I don't understand that. These guys are should be completely fine in high leverage uh, difficult situations. It's not like you need to avoid those. This is this is the big leagues. There, uh, there, Aaron. Just so you know, in case you you lost that 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 part of it. Um, yeah, I I don't get it. Not to say that they were going to do anything anyway. No, but, I, know, I mean that's, some, I'm not saying that cost him the game. The game was already shot to shit at that. It's point a little things anyway. like that where Boone just it's does exactly, dumb shit. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 the big things. It's the it's the ongoing season long problems. It's the it's the complete utter. Uh, nonsense he spews to the media it is the fact that i think he has completely lost the team despite what anyone on the inside says about him being a good clubhouse guy and and players liking him because the team sucks and does not play uh does not play hard and does not come through but it's also the little decisions in game that he constantly gets wrong yeah i I don't no matter what way you look at it he's terrible that's not putting yourself your, your team in a position to succeed, whether right. it, it, in a difficult spot, there's a decision to be made at that point, and he made the the one that didn't make any sense to anybody. It actually didn't give the team more options to get out 
or give the team an op- opportunity to get out of the inning. It actually avoided that. So yeah, it's it's pretty mind-boggling when you when you uh, when you break break it down. And you know, back to back to the play real quick that Holmes should have screwed into the ground and threw. Like yes, it was a tough play, but it was knocked down, and he was at the ball in plenty of time and just rushed the throw. He just rushed the throw, didn't set his feet, and uh, and and trailed the throw, and it was it was bad, man. It was bad. <clears throat> yeah, tripled on the line. Can't do uh, can't do much about that. No, it was a hard ball. ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, uh added to the tally for this season for this team of of ways that they find they find ways to lose right like they they've lost every way imaginable. The thing that it, like the point stands, they're not out of this race somehow. Yeah, but it feels like they're so far out of the race because they keep losing. Obviously, lost to the White Sox, lost to the Marlins, but every day they don't win. <laughs> You're just like, well, there's another day gone that they're not even trying. They're not. They're not gaining ground. Not even close. And it's these other teams in front of them are not running away from it. That's the crazy thing. And yep. I'm sitting here, and I, I'm I'm totally just done with this team. I'm not emotionally invested in this team anymore. They're annoying, frankly. They've just annoyed me, and it's I dread having to put them on at night because I know. It's just it's it's utter trash. But what I am terrified of is that they continue to hang around, finish a couple games out of the race, and it just gets run back next year. Let's do it over again. And we're going to be sitting here again on August 13th, 2024, talking about the same crap. Hey, Aaron Logan. Boone making dumb decisions in the ninth inning of a game that they, that they lost in utter destructive fashion. Out of curiosity, can you look these uh, a couple things up? The season series between the Yankees and the Red Sox, and the season series between the Yankees and the Toronto Blue Jays, because the t- two those are the two key series. The left well, on two the of the three, yeah, but two of the three teams ahead of them obviously are in division, and uh, they have a lot of head to head. So uh, they may need to do one better if they're losing the season series as well. Like that will come into play. It's not you know ties. Will not will not do well for them. They have to leapfrog three teams and two of them that are in their division. That's that's not easy to do. And Seattle, who's been playing extremely well in their last uh, in their last ten games, so they have no games at hand with Seattle, um, who they actually went four and two against this season. Yep. Um, but so against Boston, they won in five. That's um, not good. They have, I believe, they've played six games, so they have seven games left with them, mm-hmm. and I think they. Back to back weeks. Uh, if I'm not, it's soon yeah. that they play in Fenway, and three, then three three at home, and then four at Fenway. Right, and then against Toronto, they are um, four and three, and they have six games against them in the last two weeks of the season. Three at so home. So the, the teams the that they need to chase besides the Mariners are are right there are in front of them. Uh, Boston, who they're one and five, which they have to bear, dig out of that hole as well, because then you'd have to you'd have to not only You'd have to beat them by a full game, right? Because right. you're 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 going to lose the series uh, between the two teams, and then and then Toronto, they have a lot of lot of games, so they have the ability to do something. But it depends where they are at that point. You know, they're they're what five games out right now. So the, the Toronto series at this point, if they're still four or five games out, it almost doesn't matter. <coughs> I mean, no one is running away with this thing in August, uh, other than Seattle. Seattle's been playing well. They're eight and three in August. Boston six and six. Toronto seven and six. Anaheim, who's falling further and farther behind, 
is three and nine. The Yankees are five and seven. It it wouldn't even have taken the Yankees going on like a 15 out of 17 run to catch them. Just play okay. And you'd be right there. If they were seven and five instead of five and seven right now, they would be right there. And then you just have to win your game. You don't have to sweep Boston. You don't have to sweep Toronto. You just have to win those series and you could make the playoffs. They can't yeah. even just be okay. Well, they're about to they're play not. the best team in baseball too. So that that'll be that'll be interesting to see how how Atlanta toys around with this team. The the pitching matchups are awesome too for the Yankees. They're really they're really lining up nicely for uh, for a competitive series. But yeah, they I mean they got to take, but they're not doing those things exactly like you said. So they are going to have to go in and look to sweep those series basically. At this point, you have to. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, you not only have to sweep your games against Boston and and or Toronto, you have to have also have to win the majority of your games against other teams too. Right. It, with each passing day on the calendar, it gets harder and harder to leapfrog four teams. We're not mm-hmm. talking about chasing down one team. Every historic uh, comeback in baseball history or collapse, if you want to look at it on the flip side, has been in, involving two teams because one team falls apart and the other team gets a little hot and then comebacks can happen. It's very rare that a team will come back from five having to leapfrog four other teams because somebody will just be okay enough to beat you. And that's what's going to happen. Whether it's going to be Toronto or Seattle or Boston, somebody is going to be just good enough in order to beat you even if you start getting hot, which I don't see how this team could possibly get hot with this rotation. No, it's yeah, the rotation. rotation being exactly the rotation. I mean, what is this rotation right now? Radon, who has a seven ERA, uh, you know, that's a, it's supposed to be something that's that's good to look forward to. Is slotted to what come back for for Washington. So they even before that happens, you know, you're 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 going up against Atlanta for the next three days, then Boston, then look. I mean, there are winnable series in here. There there are winnable series if you You've got a bunch of games get, against get Detroit. your head out of your ass. A lot of games against Detroit. Uh, and, and, uh, three games against Washington, but yeah, but then you, uh, again, like September is basically Boston, Toronto, <laughs> you got to beat those teams. And then they're playing Houston again. It's tough, the man. It's a, t- it's, it's a tough end of the schedule too. It really, it is for, and for this team that's, that's reeling right now, not looking to, uh, they're looking to hold on to any kind of momentum at all, any kind of, and then, and then today happens. You know, you could actually walk out. You you win sure. a series with the with the Marlins. Nobody really is expecting that. You go down to Miami. You feel good. Cole pitches the, the final, closes out the series. Holmes comes in. Sw- no, no, you can't have nice things. You can't have that. You can't have. You can't feel good going into uh, your your series with the best team in baseball, Atlanta. Well, there was even a like scenario with which you won today. And then you even lost two out of three to Atlanta and you come back on this road trip 500, not feeling too terrible. With Boston right in front of you. Right. Yeah. But instead, oh, you lost today in epic, disastrous fashion. Yeah. And you're going to go to Atlanta and get absolutely spanked. It's going to be like varsity playing JV, except the JV team has never touched a baseball before. <laughs> what? I don't know. The- it's going to be bad. Either way, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I, I. Uh, this is the thing. Like as you were mentioning, 
at some point they they just need to lose out so that this thing is real, that's right? A, it's that's real. That's what I'm saying. That's it needs to I'm be saying. real. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to all of a sudden start playing and they're going to take three in, in Atlanta and then split the rest of the way. So they're going to give you a little glimmer of hope before they off the off day. That's no, I don't think there's going to be a glimmer of hope. I just think there's going no one is clearly no one's running away with the wild card, and the Yankees are going to play okay enough to be in the race in the middle of September. And then that will be justification enough that, oh, well, they had to deal with all these injuries. Look at all these things that went wrong for this team this year. Who could have predicted Rizzo with this concussion? Judge out. He ran. That's bad luck, right? Judge just runs into a a cement wall. That's bad Mm -hmm. luck. He's out. Oh, our big free agent signing. Bad luck. Injured. Injured all season. They're just going to excuse make. Excuses, excuses. The judge thing excuses. is bad luck. The judge thing is bad luck. The other one. I'm not saying that's not bad luck. Yeah. But I I don't think judge being out for a chunk of this season warrants this team being in last place. Oh, it shouldn't. You? It shouldn't have had the effect that it did on this team. I mean, granted, you have another person that's playing with concussion symptoms, unbeknownst to him or anybody in the medical uh, staff of the New York Yankees playing through that entire ride too. So you're essentially down two of your of your three your your two and Maybe three. Maybe that injury is bad luck, but the management of that injury is not bad luck. For that sure. Is mismanagement. Yeah. Yeah. So um and now because of the injury uh again to Nestor Cortez, which is highly unfortunate. That was a that was a oh, midseason acquisition. Do that- you think they may have uh, rushed him back and maybe that caused that that rotator cuff issue? It's impossible not to think that. It's impossible not to think that. You cannot not think that. You can't not not think that. You have yeah. of course. You look at that. The guy clearly is was uh didn't come out of that unscathed, right? Like he, he <laughs> felt all good, adrenaline, everybody's like, yeah, he's fine. Next day, not so much. Not so much. Wait a minute. Yeah, no, he clearly, uh clearly something was not not right in there still. Um but now so that means Severino's still in the rotation. Right back in there. Right back yeah. in there. Working through, uh, working through things, trying to make some money. I'm rooting for him now, so you know maybe he can correct himself a little bit, get a little bit of a a, a higher bump on a free agent signing. I'm rooting. You know for what? Him. I was saying all along, definitely the Yankees will give him four years guaranteed. And then he went on that really bad stretch. I'm like, okay, it's going to be three years with an option. I'm thinking it's only two years now. They only give him two years in the offseason. He's oh, going somewhere yeah. else on a prove it deal. Yeah, He's I was going to say, year, I think he might go one year if, prove it deal. If I'm Severino, I'm going one year, exactly that. He'll be a Dodger, yeah. it'll be a prove it deal, and he'll have like a two year A, and we'll all be. Oh, Tamp- Tampa's going to sign him and turn uh, him back into a Cy Young. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to sign a one year deal. He's going to come out Fine. and be healthy and shove, and, and then he's going to get a four year deal after that. Then the Yankees will re sign him. <laughs> then the Yankees will re sign him. Yeah. Yeah. The the great reunion. Thanks for getting healthy and fixed somewhere else. Come back. Uh just to just to go back on the IO. Nestor Cortez is likely done for the season, shut down for at least a month, which would take us to middle of September, and then he would have to ramp back up. So I, I don't know what He's the out. point of bringing him back would be. Um, I guess try and get him healthy for next year. But that's another thing with this team. 
you were banking, we were banking on Nestor Cortez when we were eyeing the rotation entering the season, right? Obviously, Garrett Cole, free agent signing Carlos Herdon, Luis mm-hmm. Severino slotting in as that number three, Nestor mm-hmm. Cortez, all-star pitcher last year. Oh, sounds sexy. Slot- this sounds so good. Slotting in as that number four, but like that's not a number four pitcher. That's a number two pitcher who just happens Possibly to be our number, number four one. pitcher. And he's been... He was bad, and then he was out for a while, and now he's going to be out for the rest of the year. And the Yankees actually had depth in their starting rotation with Clark Schmidt, Domingo Herman, and some others that, that Frankie Montas was on uh, on this roster yeah, at some point almost, this year. You right? almost forgot. Frankie, when did Frankie Montas officially go down? Because I feel like it was at some point in spring training he went down, but there was there was a brief moment we thought he was going to actually pitch for this team this year. He went down in ALC in that ALCS game that he threw him in last. Year. <laughs> That's you right. They remember. rushed him back for that ALCS game that they they decided to punt after being tied in the fifth <laughs> inning and said, you know what, let's just get our guy our guy some some work here in the seventh inning of the ALCS. Oh, he sucks. That's right. And, oh, he's also injured. That yeah, that's right. He's also injured. Oh my god. This rotation um, since July 1st, by the way, 28th in Major League Baseball with a 558 ERA in 172 innings pitched. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? It's not the same rotation. Not that. I don't yeah. expect that. But but then you also have I I know. I it's just it's it's so bad. It's so bad. And they have the they have what who has probably been the best pitcher in baseball this year. Yeah, Gar- in Garrett, Cole's li- <laughs> Garrett Cole is likely going to win the American League Cy Young. And That's crazy. their rotation has still been one of the worst in Major League Baseball over the past two months. And the Yankees are so inept, they can't even win their, the Garrett Cole starts. Give the man his flowers. He deserves really it. tried. Really, I really. just said he's going to be the, the AL side. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> there were some interesting quotes by, um, who is it, Kratz or uh, Kratz from the uh, about um, Davey Garcia with, with, with his release, basically just calling out the Yankees ownership and Yankees, uh, you know, the way that they handled that kid completely from one of the, we talked about this last episode, one of the best prospects and the, the number one Yankees prospect pitching prospect to uh, coming up and, and, and doing that, that weird start or open, whatever the F and, uh, and then just falling off the, off the planet and, and releasing him, getting absolutely nothing for him when he was in deals where you could have gotten something mm-hmm. substantial back. We're, he wasn't just the Yankees' top pitching pro- prospect. He was a top 50. Logan, can you uh, look up his highest rank in the in MLB pipeline? I, I think it was somewhere in the 30s or 40s at some point. And no, that's not saying he's going to be the next Nolan Ryan automatically, but that should turn into something for you, whether it's acquiring a player. That's a significant for, for, value for that, on the trade. That's market. value. And they got – they mishandled him. They – Dinked around with him in the playoffs and, and and started him and then and then yanked him and then he just I'm not saying that's the reason he fell off the face of the earth for this team had to have been a factor though right it just there's too many there's too many signals or signs from when you see how many of these guys are like this uh, for you not to look back and say hey they're, they're, this clearly was a development issue something something along the way with the with the organization had to. Uh, had to affect what what happened with this kid, so yeah, and I mean when you when you hear it from a guy like Kratz as well, who's what was the in, actual quote in the from shit, Kratz? huh? What was the quote from Kratz? Like what what was this in an article? Logan, do you or? have it? It's, it was something yeah so, similar to, to he what was I only said. ranked ninety two in twenty twenty. I swear, I swear, Devi Garcia didn't he start the futures game in in, in two thousand nineteen? I think he started the the All Star futures game. I don't know. But he was the Yankees' top pitching prospect for a bit, and he was right there. 
Yeah, he's one of those. He had, yeah, he but, had but, baby but, Pedro uh, comparisons. Baby like. Pedro, yeah, that's it. That's right. He had the yeah. belt. Didn't he have like some belt? Some something to do with Pedro. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just um, <laughs> it's just is it just is. All right, we we got some more stuff to talk about, but first, want to tell you guys about AG1, which is so much more than just a greens powder. It is all of your key health products rolled up into one. There's a lot of health products out there to know what is good, so it's difficult to choose from those. But AG1 is the most trusted, with over seven thousand five star reviews. And in my book, that is the number one way to gauge a product because people do not lie. AG1 is loaded with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens. It promotes gut health with pre and probiotics, gives you better sleep quality and recovery, allows you to focus throughout the day, and uh, not in a way that you'll crash because AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial flavoring. It's also easy to build into your daily routine, and each serving costs only about $3. You can uh, you can also just um, you know take it on the road with you because they got those nice travel packs, right? You got those envelopes. You can just slide into a backpack if you're if you're going to be uh, traveling. They're perfect for Vegas. Perfect for Vegas. Perfect for Vegas. <laughs> if you want to try Athletic Greens, go to drinkag1.com/pinstripes and you get a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. I think that's a new URL since we read this ad last. So again, drinkag1.com/pinstripes to get your deal there. So I got the quote. If you want to hear it, okay, because yeah. it's a, a little bit more here. Um, and this is Kratz uh, is a post article that I'm reading, but he. Um, uh, it was considered himself a role model for for Garcia, um, and quote, they didn't want to trade him because they felt like there was so much upside for him, and now he's DFA. They did him wrong in the organization. Is the sense of the coaches? Uh, they had to coach him through being a twenty year old in the big leagues. It's a prime example of a guy they could have traded for whatever the Yankees needed. It would have been a big piece coming off the years he was having in the minor leagues. They didn't do it, and now nobody can, and now anybody can have them. Just a, yep. just a, again, the a mishandling of the, you know, a lot of it too was, uh, the quotes really directed at like <laughs> when he was good, you should have gotten rid of him at that point and traded him. Um, because they didn't know, they didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know what to do with him at the end of the day. They had no, uh, this goes back to the being decisive in a particular way, whether it's in game, whether it's with a roster, with a, the, with a, a prospect, it's like they, they go back and forth. They're like, Oh we're, we're going to start them. No, we're not. We're going to pull them up. No, we're not. It they 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 continue to do that. It's like they can't make decisions. They can't file uh, follow uh, you know any kind of formula that works to bring guys through in a in a way that's positive for their career. We just haven't pretty seen much it in so done, long. They've pretty much done that with every prospect except Anthony Volpe. Like Volpe is the only one that they were quick with bringing yep. up, anointing, and giving giving him full run this season. Everyone else has been jerked around. It's like bring them up, send them well, down. Unless you go back to the guys from sixteen who came up at the at the second. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about like the last this last yeah. wave of prospects. Call it the yeah. the twenty the twenty twenty through now prospects. And, and like you, Pereira, what are we doing? What are we waiting for? Right. Yeah. Was that what are report, we waiting for? Was that report BS or what? What happened there? Why is it be? How could it be BS though? It's like you have. It's a it's a logical report. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't even have to have substance. It's just right in front of you. There's a guy who's on the top, who's a top prospect, who's mashing in AAA, ready to come up, uh, and you have a deficiency in that exact position. So who cares who said it? What the report was? It's just right there. 
It's just the thing the Yankees should do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. care who reported it. It's just the eyes are saying that, hey, let's let's try to get a little juice in this team. Let's try to get a little bit of an infusion. And this guy's no, but I I only say that because the report was stated as if it was imminent, right? Like he's coming yeah. up tomorrow type of thing. Not, oh, it makes a ton of sense. So I'm reporting this. I, I get that. But at the same time, it's also right there, right? So like, it's just the Yankees being... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it, is it a service time thing? Is there is there no because at this point the, at this point in the season you're not going to get enough. Yeah, you're not going. The service right. time thing also wasn't that resolved early in, the in the latest CBA. Wasn't the service time thing sort of um, fixed in the last CBA? I think. I don't remember the details around. No, they it. just did the thing where like if you win uh, or come in second of like rookie of the year, like you your service time gets counted. Oh yeah, Remember they did the like thing where they like incentives not to play the yeah. system as opposed to That's fixing right. the system. Mm. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah, it's like a top top percentage of the, the 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 rookies in that class. Yeah, there's something something weird. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what this team is doing because every day they roll out these lineups. They 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 the rotation is just complete in shambles. They they've got these opener scenarios to try and try and get anything going I, it, it's like they've given up but i know they it, it's doesn't it feel that way doesn't it feel like this team like is already out of the race like they're already mathematically eliminated these games to me feel like it's september 17th and they're nine games out and they can't come back well, again, this this is so fresh because they just lost a four run lead in the ninth inning. If they had finished that game out, it would not just would talking not about today way. though. The, the whole week, the whole week. Yeah, These I don't games know. Games against it, the White Sox, everything. I I, w- I would say that um, until the ninth inning of today, there was some life in this team against the Miami Marlins. There was, there was, there was some life, even though they they won on Friday. I think they still struck out. 13 times, something like that. Um, they'll, they'll find a way to, to, to get that number up into double digits every single game. But they're, they were hitting. There, there's, some, there's actually some, some offense that happened. And, and when, when I see that against a team that's, you know, in a, in a good spot of the National League or, or playing better than the Yankees are, that's, that's something. But then, the, then they pulled the rug. And that all goes Did Sean away. Casey say that strikeouts were a problem on Friday? Because if he didn't say strikeouts were a problem, then they weren't a problem. Well, he thinks they're a problem. No, he didn't say that on Friday, though. What did he say? So they weren't a problem. Oh, he didn't say anything. I don't know. I didn't hear him say strikeouts were a problem. So, well, is that the is that the that needs to be that needs to be said by Sean Casey? Does Sean Casey even get an interview every single game? I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I don't remember the last time I heard a hitting coach talk. To be honest, besides Sean Casey. Do you guys think they should just call up like all like all of yes call close. up everybody like yes why is Austin Let's... Wells not playing like they like why not I I think at this point that it it does nothing but give you an opportunity the the team currently as as it stands is not happening if you bring up some young guys and, and catch lightning in a bottle then 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 maybe but you need to catch lightning in a bottle and you're not doing it with this crowd with this with this crew you're not. I kind of think they think that they're the Yankees and they're just going to snap out of it and figure it out. Yes, like I think that that's is... how they feel in the clubhouse. I think that's how the organization feels. I think that's how Boone feels. I they, agree. They say over and over again, "It's right in front of us. It's right yeah, in and, front of us. It's and, right in front." And it is right in front of them. But there's no urgency. 
So you could say that well, all you want. Good, and then but it, they're, they're not good enough to actually take it, though. That's the problem. Whether they have urgency or not, they're not good enough to take what's right in front of them. They almost think that they're entitled. Well, they've acted entitled like they are a championship caliber team since 2018, even though they haven't even been in the World Series. They've acted like that their entire time since Aaron Boone has been there. It's one thing to do that, though, when you're in first place and in the first wild card and then say, you know, whatever. But it's another when it's August 13th and you're five games out of a playoff spot. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree that I mean, they, they're them not acting at the deadline, not acting throughout the month of July was basically them saying, we're just going to snap out of it. That's our plan here is everyone needs to wake up and snap out of it. That was their plan. Well, that's their only. Yeah. Because they're not going to make any moves. Like that, that has to happen, or 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 it doesn't. We're we're going to ride with this team. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what it is. No, Logan, you're absolutely right. They should be bringing up kids. They should be playing kids. They should uh, they should fire Aaron Boone right now and and spin throw someone in there that's a little bit of a a, a curveball, someone that's not there right now, and see what happens. That's it. You got to shake. Like now is the time that this front office needs to completely understand if, if Cashman's untouchable, if that report that we all that we heard from Clappish is, is, is the case and that is what it is. All right, fine. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, but the manager, you can do it right now. You don't have to wait till the end of the season. You can do it right now. You get an interim person in there. You don't have to make a decision quickly on who the manager is. Just get an interim person in there, shake it up, see what happens. You got to try to catch lightning in a bottle and there's no other way. I don't, I don't, this season's lost, right? Like, this team is not going anywhere. So I don't even necessarily, I would love if Boone got fired. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think that that's necessary, right? Like I don't, I don't really truly care if Boone gets fired this season. I just can't have him back next year. That's the thing. You have to make changes before the start of next season, whether that happens now, three months from now, whenever, I don't care as long as there's changes before the opening day, 2024. I'm afraid they go to the off season with the same guy closing the doing oh, all the press I'm conferences at the end. That that's going to happen. I feel like they got to do something right now, which is out of character and drastic. But that's exactly what should happen. That's but I don't see happen. them doing an interim guy though. This team is not. They're not going to do an interim. They have like five. I, I I know I said outside the the dugout, but they have like what three other managers in that dugout. Three other guys of managerial experience. Do you guys think though that they should go and like it looked like for a while the tide was turning and that they like there was like the like change back to like the old school like well look at the Rangers like they hired Boots Bos- Bosi and they're like good but like look at the Mets they hired Buck Walter and now they they sucked so like do you think they're gonna go like old school or you think they're just gonna hire another Aaron Boone like they're not gonna I don't even think they're gonna fire Aaron Boone. Honestly, I think he's I, yeah. Be I don't know. I mean, like, but we can we can kind of pause that conversation until something actually happens. We have the, we have a full off season to talk about all that. Or, I mean, honestly, if we get it during the season, it'd be like Christmas. That'd be great. That'd be so, awesome. That'd be so much fun. Just to if just to get believe, just to think about someone else at the helm. If we believe history is an indication of what's to come for this team, if they do make a manager change this off season, it will be the opposite of Aaron Boot because every manager has been a complete opposite of them. Buck Showalter to Joe Torre. Very opposites. Then to Joe Girardi, very opposite from from Joe Torre, and now Boone from Joe Girardi, opposites there again. It, it's like it's like Republicans, Democrats with this country. Oh, a Republican was just in office that didn't go well. Everyone's unhappy. Let's vote in the Democrat. Oh, everyone's still unhappy. Let's vote in another Republican and flip flop, flip flop back and forth till the end of time. 
they if they if they were to do that at this point, it would it would be so much egg on their face because of all of the the massive changes that they've made throughout the organization to to have a guy like him who's who's following the orders of analytics and and doing all those things. If they if they were to make a change away from that, that's like a complete philosophical organization change at that point. And I just don't think this team has that. I don't think this 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 franchise has that in them. It Does, takes there's like the it's like moving the Titanic. It, it takes even, a very long time. And even miss playoffs, last place finish below 500 record, which is breaking the 30 year whatever streak of being above 500 for this organization. Even then you're saying? Even then? No, I'm asking. Even if yeah, that, because all that happens. I think if that's if you're looking at exactly all the things that you just said, that is that is all catastrophic. That that is that is <clears throat> that is terrible, terrible uh, uh, a terrible rundown you just you just gave. So at that point, you got to look at what the roster is, right? And if the roster isn't going to fit this thing, then you got to rebuild the roster. So you're telling me that you're going to go in with the same guy to rebuild the roster? to do this thing. If they were serious about what you just said, they would be getting rid of Cashman and Boone, but they're not. They're, Cashman will stay and then they'll go back to a rebuild because they got to break it down as much as they possibly can to, to infuse something else because you can't just make one or two changes here. And if they're going to do that, they're going to use the same guy to do that, which again, are we talking about the same song and dance? It's not anything different. Yeah. So I don't know. If they were serious about the the way that this the accountability of what this team has has been, they would they would get rid of uh, Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone. I yeah, I, I would say twenty five percent chance of getting rid of seriously twenty five percent chance of getting rid of Boone is my feeling at this point. Zero percent chance at Cashman. I don't see Cashman, Cashman staying. I, I I can't play the percentage game anymore because last year I I really thought it was happening. Uh, I had a. Because it should have. Because it should. Okay, have. we know it should have. That's the problem. I, it's but, hard for me to get. It's hard for me to separate what needs to happen and then what is going to happen from this team. What is going to happen? Nothing. Nothing happens. That's what happens. Nothing happens. So what should year, happen? Someone needs to be in there, and and you know, I know that they they brought a lot of consultants around Cashman this year as well, um, that were kind of came in after all uh, most of the trades and and the 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 roster had been shaped at that point. So I don't know if there's anything. With that, if those guys are still hanging around, but yeah, I just don't believe it. I don't believe they it's capable. They're capable of doing it until until I see that they're capable of doing something like that. I don't believe it. But last year they won ninety nine games and won the division. Like you're saying, it should have happened last year. Fine, I, I I obviously agree with that with how the team performed in the second half and everything else that Boone had done over the past five years. But they still won ninety nine games and won the division. This year we're talking about they're in last place and it's August. They 13th. fell into ninety nine games after that first half. So I, whether you, I agree, you're I you get have it. to convince I get me it. of that. The, but the scoreboard says they won ninety nine games last year. The yeah. scoreboard right now is saying you might you're lucky to win eighty three, eighty four. Yeah. How many games did Joe Girardi win in his last year? Joe Girardi in his last year or Joe Torre yeah. in his last year? Joe Girardi Nin- ninety two and ninety ninety something, but they were. Outs away from the World Series. Yeah, they 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 overachieved. My point is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't like none of that matters. All these things are preconceived. So again, and that's why I feel that that the right thing that should happen won't happen because I don't think this team has it in them. And I think they've probably already figured out what their next three years are going to be going to look like and who's in charge. You're so right because if um they do have predetermined um notions with things, right? If they already knew Boone was gone. They probably wouldn't have brought in Sean Casey. 
again, if unless it's the scenario that that I threw out there as a conspiracy theory, saying like, okay, here you want to bring your guy in? Okay, we'll do it. We'll see what works. Because then, you're you saying know, we're cleaning house in the office. Again, that's anyway, my that's so. that's me like half glass full of him. That's you being fired. hopeful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It, it it keeps going down that path because it's the right thing to do. <clears throat> All right. Before we uh talk about uh some more of those playoff odds because I, I think some of the other stuff is interesting. I have to tell you guys about our preferred ticketing app, Game Time, which is the easy, easy, easiest way to buy tickets to whatever you want to go to, sporting events, concerts, comedy shows, theater, and much, much more. I can't speak. It's 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 Sunday night. It's been a long weekend. It's just, it's it's been a day, man. I know you were, ki- what were you doing today? I was kayaking Kayak. on a river for six hours. Yeah, it's been a day. <laughs> I I finally get service and I'm going watching the game and and it's it's the ninth inning. That's what oh, I nice. see. You yeah. you got the good parts. Yeah. Well, Kemp was Kemp on the kayak because no. I know he's got the arm. But no. No, just a bunch of dudes. Ah, oh, a bunch of dudes. Look at you. The app has a ton of cool features and is easy to use. It shows you trending tickets, what sections the best deals are in, calls out cheap options and flash deals, and much more so you can make an informed purchase. There's also event cancellation protection so you can buy with confidence. I like using Game Time because of the images that you get of your seats before you buy. It's also a super fast buying process, a couple taps and you're done. And then the tickets go right to your phone without having to dig through my emails to find them. Snag tickets today without stress using Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Bronx for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. I think twenty dollars might be able to get you like nineteen seats at Yankee Stadium the next time they come home. <laughs> yeah, she might make <laughs> money. Yeah. Again, download the app, create an account, use code Bronx for uh, for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Thank you, Game Time. The tickets were fifteen bucks. I got five dollars. Nice. <laughs> All right, so Fangraph's current playoff odds have Seattle at 53.8%, Toronto at 49.1%. Interesting. Seattle is ahead of Toronto, despite Seattle right now, unless uh, I checked this this morning, is has that changed? Did um, I mean, it's a couple percentage points. They're, they're clearly the two battling um, it out, though. They still, it looks like they're still a game and a half behind Toronto. Toronto did win today, and Seattle might still be. Seattle, Seattle lost today. Lo- it's a game and they a half. They lost their last two. Yeah. They won eight, I think, at least eight in a row. So call it 50 50 odds between Seattle and Toronto, then Boston at 12%, Yankees at 8%, Angels at 1%. Logan, can you look at the schedule too for Boston and. and uh, I've got and strength of schedule right here. No, no, just so, like when are, Bo- are, are Boston and Toronto, are they head-to-head a lot to, to finish the year? Oh. Well, strength of schedule, uh, Logan's looking that up. Yankees have a 507 winning percentage against. Uh, so basically, they're playing 500 teams from yeah. here on out. Boston, tough schedule, 537. Angels, 506. Toronto, 497. Seattle, 477. So I think the fact that Seattle is playing a 477 winning percentage against factors into why their playoff odds are higher. Obviously, and Boston has a bunch of games against the Yankees. So if they take care of business there, kind of doesn't matter for them. They're just yeah, they're just fighting Seattle. Well, in Toronto, in Toronto, yeah. All right, it's sad, it's it's pretty it, it's sad to see when you uh, when you look up and you, you got single digit percentages I, for making I the playoffs. Can't imagine this team misses the playoffs. Finishes in the last place, whether they are they're, they're like, good, they're gonna finish in last place. I know, but I can't imagine you finish in last place around 500. How do they answer the question 
about bringing the same squad and the same coaches and everything back. How do you look at people with a straight face and say, we're running this back next year? We think this is going to work next year. Yeah. Healthy. Everybody's got time to rest. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's a, it doesn't seem like a reality to me for that scenario to, to ever happen. But it's very, like you want to give me some high percentages, throw some high percentages on the Yankees running it back. Because uh, because that's just what they do, yeah. It, it's it, you. It's not fathomable that that's a possibility, but it is. And how will you feel going into next year? Will <laughs> you be able to talk yourself into it's? Oh, it's baseball season. Grown men. Jason Dominguez. Yeah, yeah. We got Jason <clears throat> Dominguez. Who else? We got. We got. Um, they'll make some trades. They'll they'll Hold do on. some things that, that will get us sucked in and 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 be ready for you know a full healthy season of of the guys that that fit in. IKF's gonna will be a, a mainstay on this team for years and years to come. That'll make me very happy. He's been the only person, you know, doing the thing. Um, yeah, of course they're going to suck us back in, and 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 I'll and I'll probably feel better about it, and I'll convince myself that they're good before this. Nah, I I I swear on my life that and if you'll try right. everything in your power to tell me I'm stupid and go against that, but I'll still do it. I'll still so, do it. I was thinking about this the other day. What do you think it was the high point of this season? If you had to point to <laughs> one moment, I have one clearly in mind. The high point of the season. Today's it doesn't, the anniversary it necessarily... of uh, Aaron Judge <laughs> and <laughs> of the hottest day on on the uh, hottest day recorded. on record it, in at any time. But yes, we were in right field and center field uh, when when Judge and uh, um oh my god Tyler <laughs> Austin Taylor Tyler, yeah thank you back back to back and belly to belly baby and that means yesterday was the anniversary of A Rod retiring. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the that's the new era. Maybe this is gonna the new era has turned into a curse. Okay, so um, I was thinking it doesn't have to be a win or something that the high point of the season. It's just like when you felt really good, and to me, it was when Anthony Volpe got named opening day shortstop. I was feeling so good about this season when that happened. I was so excited. They re-signed Judge. They got Radon. You got Cole starting on opening day against the Giants. And you got, you know, after that debacle with them and Judge in the offseason, like Volpe's named opening day shortstop. That was exciting. And it has Well, because been... they were doing something different. They were they were they they had brought yes. the kid up that was a little different now, than what they actually hasn't wait a necessarily minute, worked out. <laughs> but it was exciting. That was the high point of the twenty twenty three season for me so far. Or in general. That's sad. That's sad. You know, I was just looking, and when they played the Dodgers, when Judge got hurt, mm. that series against the Dodgers, they won two out of three. Remember, they were all nationally televised games, and they were 11 games over 500. They were only six games back of the division, and that felt like like it was the end of May. It was beginning of June. May had just happened. They were really good in May, and it was like, all right, and then they were going to go, and then they just fell down like a ton of bricks. When Judge got hurt, well, yeah, no, a ton of well, Judge, Judge literally saved the game, and I was so yes. excited. And then, and then we got the report the next night: Oh, Judge is out of the game, but out of the he's he's resting. They're just day giving him a couple days. He's day to day, and then boom. They won two good games against the Dodgers to win the series, and then they came yeah. home and they just Judge wasn't playing, and that was when they laid they laid an egg against the White Sox. And that what was, was the, the date of, of the, the of that Dodger series? That was so that was June third. Right? Oh, June third was 3rd. the day that Judge got hurt. And then so it was a week after Rizzo got 
got hip checked by uh, Tatis. Yeah. Mm. But even after that, like that was part of like a four game winning streak that the Yankees has ha- had had right. Like they had a five game winning streak like right prior to that. So it was like even so Rizzo was still the beginning of that next week. Yeah, so yeah. not bad. Yeah, uh, that's uh, good high points, guys. Dodgers series. I'll agree with that one. I think that's a that's a momentum. And then all of it, that's a momentum builder. It's a huge, huge series when Judge makes the unbelievable catch. He's Superman. And then he's not Superman because they had a concrete little ledge, which is a I stupid you, fucking thing to have in the first place. Okay? <laughs> Can we talk about that? Can we talk We've about how dumb that is? That. We've God. already t- covered that. I think you guys are onto something where the only way you could possibly feel okay about this season is if they just call up kids and let them play the rest of the way and you start to see some positive things from Volpe and and Pereira and maybe Dominguez gets involved. Peraza, who knows? Dominguez has been on fire. Exactly. Yeah. It's like maybe then we could get an end of 16 vibe going where the kids are are playing and the team, even though they're not going to make the playoffs, at least is exciting. And then you make managerial and coaching changes in the offseason. And then I will definitely be excited again for 2024 season. But if it is rewind and repeat, I'm sorry. So I, I, I don't know. It. The only way that you can get a little bit of sixteen uh, feelings is if if, it, if it's Dominguez. I think Dominguez has to come up and hit. Yeah, and hit. I agree. Right, because everybody else like Pereira, uh, we don't know. He, we, I don't think we know enough. There's not enough hype around him for for anybody to get all all excited. You know, he feels maybe like more like an Andujar than a than a difference maker. But the if 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 we were to get Dominguez up here and and he started hitting and all of a sudden there's like a little bit of a momentum from that. I agree. That's that's it. But it's got to be him, I think. I think it's got to right. be him. Maybe Dominguez can come up and hit like eight home runs in September or something and get you excited. Yeah, and we, we know how that works out when when careers when when uh, Babe Ruth records, other Babe Ruth records get 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 beaten in uh, half of a year when Gary Sanchez. How many did he hit? Some twenty. Amount. I think he hit like twenty, 20 in two yeah. months. Yeah, it, he he beat a Ruth record. I remember. Remember it always being talked about. He was insane. Okay. And then and then Aaron Boone came around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, you guys going to the Dominican? I'll come. What are we doing? I mean, I got nothing else. This is this is, you know. I'm sorry to anyone who is still emotionally invested in this team. It's hard, man. <laughs> It's hard not to be sometimes, but they've they've uh, this team this team I feel like a lot of people have had no problem detaching emotionally. Oh yeah, you they've you given they've given you every opportunity to yeah. do that, and especially when you don't have Judge for you know however however long that was an extended period of time, and you're just looking around and there's no one else there to get excited about. It's tough. That's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm looking for the like you get swept in Atlanta, and and all of a sudden you're seven eight games back just sit judge man just like under end 500 and his, his season don't think about some bullshit don't don't try to chase that 500 record don't don't i i don't give a rat's ass about that i don't care if the yankees are over 500 and that streak goes away you rest Aaron judge and you 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 put him you put him uh in a place where, where he cannot hurt himself on the field God, what were the odds that the Yankees finishing below 500 this year? You could probably have gotten some insane odds on that. What about last place? Talk about shorting a stock. Last place, yeah. 
Damn. Uh, I, in reality, don't care about that 500 record, but I, I do think the organization does. I care. know. That's scary. I agree. They do. I bet they do care about it. Because if you finish three games over 500 and even in last place or in second to last place. Division this, was tough. This, it's a good this, division. This season is completely forgotten about in 10 years, right? Like five years, three years, completely forgotten about. You finish below 500 and in last place. That sticks out like a sore thumb for years to come. A, store, a sore toe, huh? It sticks out like yeah. a sore toe because that's what that toe is going to be even more at the end of the year if you're if you're risking a guy like that just to just to give it to me. Try to I'm here for all of the bad things with this team because I need so many bad things to happen this for, for this it to team. be impossible not to exactly where they can't not fire Boone. They're gonna they're gonna make a switch. You're gonna start hearing a switch when they talk from um it's in front of us to they're gonna start there's gonna start being excuses. And they're going to start. They're going to start. Haven't they already about, started laying groundwork mm, for the? Excuses? Not really. They just keep saying, "Doesn't matter." You know, you listen to Beto talk. You listen to Judge talk. No, it's right in front of us. It's okay. You know, we know. I mean, the I don't. I, in this from room. the players, I I expect that they they should think. Yeah, that. no, they, they should, should always they think should, that. But the players should start, always think that they have an opportunity to come out and win and put something together. Like they're, they they're don't they don't think that they should though. always they think, think that. they should win. Like they just think they just should, regardless. And it's like, why aren't we winning? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're not stupid. They look around. They understand the situation with this team too. <laughs> they just they just have to say a thing. But don't aren't you with me? Like just all the bad things, so they can't they can't not make moves. Yeah, I need the 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 meme with the f- Elmo and fire, okay, or whatever. Just like burn it all down because if it doesn't, that that's the problem is is that no, I don't want to see that happen. The problem is that probably needs to happen for them yeah. to do anything. And even then, I'm not convinced that they will. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... I mean, logic right now says do that. So uh, I don't know how logic becomes more clear. Ultimately, I want this team to be good, right? Like that's the end goal. And the only way I think they can be good next year is to make changes. And the only way they can make changes is if really bad stuff happens this year. So ipso facto, that's where I'm at. To explain myself. Unless you're Joe Girardi and you get inches away from the World Series and do all the right things, right. nothing bad happens and changes. Okay. We've talked for 50 minutes about almost nothing. So I think we are going to wrap it up. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Go check out AG1 and Game Time. Thank you go uh, to those sponsors for, for supporting us. Scott, anything else you'd like to say? I'm exhausted. I got Springsteen so coming up in a few weeks. I'm excited for that. Cool. Yeah. It's going to be um, at MetLife. Fired up. Oh, it's at MetLife. I thought you said it was like down down by the shore. No, it's uh, MetLife. No. Huh. Yeah, it's at MetLife. Right. He, uh, they added another date on Sunday. It was supposed to be the last one in Jersey, but they added another one. It's a Sunday day? It's a it's Sunday It's a Friday, concert? the game I'm going to. But they added a Sunday show that, they, that was not on the original schedule. Got it. So yeah, excited for that. Cool. We'll, yeah. t- we'll talk to you guys later. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. 
Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.